Our scripture reading for today is taken from John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3 and verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Today our focus will be on the second person of the Godhead. Now, each time I say Godhead, I want you to imagine the group, the council of God. And the second person of the Godhead is Jesus Christ. Now, different from the Father, the first person, the second person is misunderstood. And his path was different. Because he was born of a woman, and lived here on earth for 33 years approximately, some people doubt and ask question, is he God or was he just favored by God and, and possessed some supernatural power, was given some supernatural power? Is he God? Well, I would like to let the Bible answer that question today. Is Jesus God and why he became human? And when he was a human, did he cease to be God? Now, is Jesus God can be clearly answered in John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. The first verse. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And who is the Word? Verse 14. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. There is no controversy on that. It is very clear that the Word who was with God and was God became flesh and He dwelt among us. We have seen His glory, the glory as of the only begotten Son of God. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, And without controversy, Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God was manifested in the flesh. Well, there's no controversy on that. But in case that some people might doubt, Let's see what God himself said about his own son. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 8. Now, I advise you to read the whole chapter of Hebrew. It has a lot of interesting points. Verse 1, God, who at sundry time and diverse manners spake in the time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he have appointed here of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Verse 8, But unto the Son he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. God addressing to his Son and saying, Thy throne, O God is forever 
and ever. Is Jesus God? Yes, he is God. Jesus is the eternal self-existence God. Jesus is the express image of God. The other thing that we'll see is the pre-existence of Christ as it is taught in the Bible. In Micah chapter 5 verse 2, But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be the ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. There is no doubt that Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. And out of Bethlehem, someone will be born and whose origin is from old, from everlasting. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ is from the beginning. Before Jesus Christ became a human being, he was God from everlasting to everlasting. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3 to 5, The voice of him that cry in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crook shall be made straight, the rough places plain, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord have spoken it. And if you compare Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 to 5 to Matthew chapter 3 verse 3, that voice that cried in the wilderness was John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was sent before Jesus Christ to prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Now, in case they might have any doubt about the divinity of Christ, let us consider some more verses. Now, some people said that the fact that we worship Jesus today, this is an abomination because Jesus Christ had never said, I'm God, worship me. Now, let's see if Jesus Christ had not received worship. Now, there's something that we need to understand. God said we must not have no other God before him. If the Father alone is God, therefore he said that we should not have no other God before him. Exodus chapter 20, verse 3, it says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. Which means that if there is one God, one single God, therefore any other persons or things or whatever it is that we worship, that we bow down before, this is considered as transgressing to the commandments. Now we know that we cannot worship no one except God. Now in Revelation chapter 19 verse 10, John saw an angel and in his own word he said, I fell at his feet to worship him. He thought that it was, it was God. But the angel said, don't do this. I'm your fellow servant and of your brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The moment that the angel saw John kneel down, he said, No, no, don't do that. I'm just a servant. I'm just a servant just like you and your brethren. 
worship God alone, not me. Now the same thing happened to Jesus. And what was the reaction of Jesus? Now in Matthew chapter 14, verse 33, Jesus called Peter to walk on the sea. And you know, as we know the story, Peter started looking back and started feeling self-confident. He started going down. And Jesus stretched his hands and caught him. When they were in the boat, the disciples worshiped him and said, Of truth, you are the Son of God. Now Jesus did not rebuke them because he knows that he was God and they were not doing anything wrong in worshiping him. In John chapter 10, verse 30, Jesus Christ said, I and my Father are one. He and his Father are one. Christ is also God, one with his Father, equal with his Father. He is also to be worshipped. That was not the case when Satan has proposed himself to be worshipped. When Satan asked the worship of Jesus Christ, what did he say to him? In Luke chapter 4, verse 8, Jesus answered and said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him thou shalt serve, and him only you will serve. So Jesus immediately rebuked Satan because Satan was asking for worship. So we have seen that in many ways Jesus Christ was proven to be God. He was proven to be equal with God. Now remember I said that the Godhead, when they were going to introduce themselves to us, they used term and language that we may all understand. And that figure of father and son is well understood today. Let us read in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5 and 6 and said, But unto which angel said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. In the beginning, Jesus Christ, the Father, the Holy Spirit, they were God and equal. But in order for us to understand, a declaration was made, and God said that I have begotten thee today as my son. I will be to you a father, and you will be to me a son. And again, when he bring the first begotten into the world, he said, let all the angels of God worship him. Now, do you think that God would ask worship for another person that is not God, that is not equal with him? When Satan wanted worship, Jesus Christ rebuked him. Now, to the Son, God said, let all angels of God worship him. Now, Jesus Christ is different from the Father. Jesus Christ has two nature. Jesus Christ came into this world and was born of a woman and assumed the human nature and lived among us. In Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And what was the meaning of Emmanuel? In Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which interprets God with us. 
In Luke chapter 1 verse 35 it is written, The angels answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. Wherefore also the holy thing which is begotten shall be called the Son of God. The origin of Jesus is from everlasting to everlasting. In the next episode, we will touch on the human nature of Christ. Why Jesus Christ had to become human. And what is the privilege that we have today of having Jesus Christ human just like us. Again, if you like, please share with your friends and your families that we all may learn together in the Word of God. God bless you.